Y'all, I am beyond blessed to be joined today on the podcast by my friend Kim Peterson. Uh, Kim is a fellow podcast host and a toddler mom, and she really focuses on helping moms prioritize self-care and celebration so that they can be present with their families. She is a cancer survivor, uh, a homeschool boy mom, and she's just an all-around great person. So go grab your glass of champagne, get ready to celebrate your small wins, and join me today as we go through this wonderful journey with Kim. You're listening to the Beyond Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Mae Chipchinski. It is my purpose in life to use the lessons I've learned from more than a decade of leadership experience in everything from business to politics to nonprofit and the military to help you become the leader you've always dreamed of having. Whether you lead a network marketing team, a Bible study, a global brand, or a family of four, every week I'm going to walk you through tangible ways to grow your influence and make your vision a reality. So if you're ready to drop the burnout and bullshit strategy you've been fed and design your own aligned leadership style, you're in the right place. Let's go. Kim, welcome to the Beyond Leadership Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm really excited for this conversation. I'm excited too. So I know we've talked before, but tell the people who are listening in their cars, at home, doing dishes, whatever, who you are and why you can relate to them so well. There's a <laughs> lot of mompreneurs that listen to this podcast and like, that's you. You are the mompreneur collective. <laughs> so tell me more oh, about gosh. that. Okay. So where to start? I feel like my story has so many little dividends, but essentially I'm the founder of Mompreneur Collective. I started it initially out of crisis. Um, I left my career from crisis management and I was diagnosed with cancer for the first time. Then like I left my career on a Monday and started this business on a Friday, like the same week. (laughs) So to say (laughs) crisis move there um, because my identity was so wrapped up in what I did that I didn't take time to know who Kim was. And I treated my first round of cancer like a job. Like literally it was a checklist of what I was doing every single day to heal my body. And I worked and grew my business to a place where my business didn't work without me. And what I mean by that is, like, I was working 15 to 16 hour days and still, like, always getting, you know, feeling like I'm always behind. And April of 2021 is when I found out that my cancer was back because I didn't do the work truly the first time in healing and everything. So in April, I took a huge step back, left everything, like, ended contract and said, okay, guys, I'll see you back when I'm better. And I 
made sure to focus on my myself and healing and doing things that were really scary, which was learning who I was as a person. And what I really learned was outside of all of the little things in my life that have happened, the one thing people love the most is it doesn't matter how awful something is. I'm the first one to laugh about it. And I think that it's hilarious. It's always happening for me. And somehow it turns out better than I ever expected. And I was like, there we go. That's what we're doing at Mompreneur Collective. We are celebrating the heck out of our lives. Here, how you celebrate small wins and why you celebrate small wins. Oh my gosh, this is my favorite question ever. <laughs> um, so I celebrate small wins in probably the most extra way ever. We have little containers of confetti throughout our house that I always have them filled. And anytime <laughs> we do something really fun or like my kid says the ABCs for the first time, like confetti's going. Um, <laughs> like I have balloons everywhere. Actually, if you look on the other end of my office right now, my wall is filled with balloons. Sometimes we pop them just for fun. And they're usually confetti filled. Um, right now they're not because they're just pretty colors, but I'm probably the most extra when it comes to celebrating. But there's also other times where I do this thing where in stories I'll post my lemon water in the morning is always in a champagne glass or a wine glass. And it's because why do we use those things to wind down or to celebrate? And I believe that when we wake up in the morning, like, hey, we're awake, like our bodies are moving, we are breathing, let's celebrate. And so it's like the small little things, and then I get extra crazy with all the other things. <laughs> so wait, hold on. If that's how you, if you celebrate waking up in the morning with a champagne glass, and you celebrate, <laughs> you know, walking down the hallway and not tripping with confetti. <laughs> How do you celebrate? Like, how are you going to celebrate going back into remission? Oh, my gosh. Um, so we are planning a weekend away. And um, of course. yeah, and we are. Um, I don't drink alcohol very often, just personal choice. And so I'm getting sparkling juice. And <laughs> we're gonna pop it. Um, our kids all have like, um, we're making little like celebration signs so we can put them all over the hotel room and one on the door. I, I mean, like, I got all the things. We're also having custom t-shirts made. <laughs> I love it. I like, love it so extra much. to be extra. I cannot wait to, first and foremost, celebrate that with you because that is going to be, it's going to make my heart so happy. And I know it's going to make your entire community and your family just thrilled beyond belief. Um, even though they're, it's not beyond belief because it's all belief. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't wait to celebrate that with you. So what, I guess, what are the reasons behind celebrating, not just the big things, obviously like going into remission is a huge thing to celebrate. Um, I would even argue having a toddler of my own that saying the ABCs for the first time is a huge thing to celebrate. Mm-hmm. Right now, our our ABCs go A, B, C, D, F, Q, R, S, T, U, V, W, X, Y, Z. Oops, mommy, I forgot the E. Literally every time. 
<laughs> you also miss. I love JK it. Elemental P. <laughs> the, the funniest part to say, you miss the Elemental P. Yeah. But so celebrating the ABCs. Yeah. But you talk about some of these other small things. You keep confetti around the house for whatever the celebration is. Um, tell me more about how that that works at home, obviously with the confetti, but also how it can be integrated into your business and how that relates back to like what we do and how we celebrate as leaders. Yeah. So first I want to say that it all stems back to like a lot of our story and our why. So where we're at, just not with the cancer, but with our oldest, he literally coded on us more than eight times. He is a survivor. Um, and so for us, oh, sorry, I got one more. Um, <laughs> so for us, um, celebrating had to be the only way. And in my childhood, celebrating the small things is what got me through the hardest points of being abused and in poverty. And so carrying that through, I just learned that when we are able to celebrate and add in these little things. So what does that look like in our daily life? If you don't want to throw confetti and clean it up, by the way, that's a really great counting thing for your kids if you do want to do confetti. Um, but like they count them and then we put them away. Um, but the reason, uh, like, you're talking big confetti. When you said confetti, I was thinking glitter, and I was thinking that you were a crazy person. <laughs> no, like, um, I make ours, but I just use like the big hole punchers, and we. Okay. Yeah, so they're pretty so good. So much more sense. Clean up glitter. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, yeah. So how you can integrate it into your life is just choosing a couple of tasks that you're working towards or that you sometimes take for granted. So one area that we often take for granted is being able to move our bodies or to be able to buy the food that we're buying at the grocery store. So with that being said, like if you're buying your food at the grocery store and you're paying like with your debit card, cash, whatever, that is a blessing that a lot of people that don't don't get to experience and so use that as a way to celebrate and you can celebrate it by telling the register lady or a person thank you so much like this is so great or starting a conversation you can start by doing a little dance on your way to car on the way to the car singing a song with your kids there's so many ways that you can integrate just a little bit of this snap into it. But what celebration does is it brings you right into gratitude because you realize how much you actually have. So in our world, especially as mompreneurs, where we're always pushing for the next thing, the next goal, high achieving, celebrating is able to allow you to get grounded into, wow, what a freaking life I get to live. I love that. And I, I kind of went in pretty deep to the psychology behind why we celebrate wins in the workplace uh, back in episode five, which was almost a year ago now. Um, but, you know, celebrating them at home too, when for so many of us, our home life is 
as much, if not more of a priority than our work life is, is critical. Now you do something in your community, right? Where you celebrate other people's wins. Tell me more about that. Oh, it is my favorite. Okay. So I have this thing where I truly believe that when I rise, when you rise, we rise together. And what that means is when I celebrate, when you celebrate, when we celebrate together, all of that energy, all of that excitement is just amplified. So I either will surprise our people in the community and say, okay, pop up, like what's going on in your life that's great for you on Friday. And they'll answer and we share and I tag them. And it's a lot of fun because I post a lot of balloons and confetti and all the things that are extra, extra on Instagram. But then we um, we take it a step further usually and it goes into the DMs. And I personally reach out to them and celebrate them in usually voicemail or, you know, something fun. We've done cards in, because I love making cards. So I'll send them like cool little cards. So a couple weeks later, they'll get a card in the mail. Just a good way to show one, you're recognized. Because, like, hey, you're doing the thing. And then number two, like, you get to take a moment just to celebrate yourself and others. So, again, everyone's rising up with you. So what does it do in a community? You talk about rising up. But what does it actually do to the people in a community when you're celebrating small wins with one another? Um, when we celebrate the small wins, it is a way to stop comparing. And start realizing that, hey, she's doing this, I can do this too, or she's celebrating, you know, drinking her water all week. Well, I did that too. It just sparks this, oh, like I did that. So we're not comparing our wins of the world's view of a launch or, oh, I got this program sold out, but instead of, hey, she drank her water and I did that too. So like, we're both awesome. And then that increases our confidence and overall, like our community, although small, it is mighty because everyone just feels this happiness, this joy, this confidence. And then to take it a step further, we also see that in their homes. A lot of moms have noticed that as they continue to celebrate with us and we're in this little community, their overall stress decreases, which means they're a better mom to their vision of what a better mom is. They're having better relationships with their spouses. Their workflow is better. Their community is getting better. So overall, it just like makes everything better. Have you ever had anyone question or wonder why we celebrate or you celebrate the small things in your community? Um, and, and feel like it diminishes big accomplishments. And what would you, even if you hadn't had that, what would you say to somebody who would try to make that argument? It's funny you say that because I actually get quite a few comments from people who are much higher in their entrepreneur, like longer in the entrepreneur journey. And the question I always answer back to them is, how would it make you feel to be recognized for the small things and not because you were doing something? And mm. nine times out of 10, they always say, well, I guess like me being me is enough. 
And it just brings that back to we don't have to celebrate what we're doing. You're already enough as you are. Let's keep celebrating those small things. I love it. What was the most recent small thing you celebrated? I'm curious. My most recent small thing was that I, um, for dinner tonight, I didn't cook a meal. I actually ate all of our leftovers, which is really hard for me to do. And, <laughs> what? Is, I would argue that's not a small thing because <laughs> as we sit here recording this episode of the podcast, it is Wednesday night, which means tomorrow is trash day which means I have a list in my head of everything, all of the leftovers that did not get eaten (laughs) that are going to have to go in the trash. It breaks my heart. Yeah. Like it's something I've been been consciously trying to be more aware of is, okay, where's our intention going behind the food that we're creating? And I'm not a leftovers person at all, but I'm learning how to revamp leftovers and stuff. And so that was a, that was a nice win to have this tonight. And then, so we celebrated, um, we make little juice, like with flavored water packets and we put those in our champagne glasses at dinner time. I love it. Do you drink, do you drink faux champagne every night for dinner? Huh? Do you drink the fake champagne every night for dinner? No, not always. Um, it just kind of depends on how I feel and also how tired I am. Because usually by dinner time, I'm kind of like, let's get the bus going, you know? But <laughs> tonight seems good. I know that you know I know. Yeah. <laughs> mom life. Yeah. So speaking of mom life, so we you say mompreneur collective, right? And you talk mostly to moms and you've got two kiddos of your own alongside this business, alongside everything else you've got going on in your personal life and going back to work recently, right? Mm -hmm. So tell me, with regard to the business, how can other mompreneurs incorporate their kiddos? Because you do such an incredible job at this. I loved when we recorded an episode of your podcast, right? You had kiddos running around and Oliver came in and you were like, oh, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Like, it is part of your life, and I love that you showcase that. So teach me. <laughs> teach us how to do that because so often we don't. And I know I'm personally guilty of it, right? I want my business to be my business and my family time to be my family time. But then what happens when I'm spending time with my kid? I'm sitting there on Instagram scrolling and trying to grow community. And when I'm sitting here working my business, I feel bad because I'm not hanging out with my kid. Right. And that's, I think probably the most common issue mompreneurs have. Mm -hmm. So how can we incorporate our kids into our business and still maintain that, I'm using air quotes here, but that professional image of a business Um, owner? Well, there's a couple of things here. When we say professional, first of all, Define that for yourself. Are you working your business because you want to be like a corporate person or are you designing your business to fit your lifestyle? And so that's always a very, very big question because a lot of times as moms, we want to be taken seriously. So we're like, oh my gosh, people can't see my kids 
they can't see that I'm a hot mess here or my toddler's throwing a tantrum, that's not realistic. And here's my vision. What if we just stopped trying to be like everyone else? Because as mompreneurs, we're not. And what if instead of putting all the stress, we were able to incorporate them? So ways that we incorporate them, which I'm really excited for when we have some new things coming out to teach more on this. But basically what we do is we look at their ages. So I started when our boys were two and five. And so that seems pretty young to be part of a business, right? But they actually can do quite a bit for you if you let them. So a couple of things that our kids do is in making cards, they also color the envelopes for me. So that's pretty nice. Mm -hmm. Like you got an actual hand touch. Another thing that they get to do in the business is if we're on video and they choose they want to say hi, they get to introduce themselves to a person. So that's really cool because they get some socialization. They get to encounter with somebody and people get to see that there's a real human on the other side of this, especially when we're doing virtual. Um, there's ways that you can allow your children to be with you while you're working. So a couple of things that I love doing is we set up stations in our house. On the counter, we have Play-Doh. When they're doing Play-Doh, I'm doing back office stuff because with Play-Doh, you kind of need to be almost hands-on, especially when they're little, at least mine, because otherwise I'd be in the carpet and stuff. <laughs> so with mine, my... always in the mouth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you have to be more hands-on, right? But you can do back office, back office stuff. So prepping some content, you can do just talking with them and writing down some content ideas on sticky notes or just on paper. You can do your engagement checklist. You can do all these small things that take up time, but you can still be mostly present with your children. Another thing that you get to do is when it is time to be on a video, there a lot of times we run to, let's put them in front of a TV, or something like that because it is easier but if you don't have help for those times what you can do is you can set up coloring stations by you wherever you are so in our office we have coloring stations they color on we just use regular washable crayon um because it comes out if they were to draw on walls luckily knock on wood we haven't experienced that yet and <laughs> they color and they have the time of their lives because it's usually an hour that we're just spending in time talking. So there's just like a couple of little tips that you get to try out and see what you like. Awesome. And you have a, a really good support system at home too um, in, in your husband. He's, when we got on, you were like, yeah, he's putting the kids down right now. Um, for the moms that don't have that, or for the moms that, that struggle to have that, what tips would you have? Especially, you know, I now having a kid of my own firmly believe that it does in fact take a village to raise a kid. But as we speak, 
the CDC is reversing mask mandates and we're, there are places considering going back into lockdown. And we've been in this, this pandemic and this whole paradigm shift for the past 18 months. So for the people that don't have the women, the mothers that don't have that support system and are unable to get it, whether it's due to current events or, or anything else, what tips do you have for them to make life a little bit easier? I love this. Okay, you're asking suddenly the best questions. So my husband's actually a truck driver. So not always is he actually home. Um, there's some, luckily tonight he is home, but there's sometimes where he's gone for a few days um, or he's only home on Sundays. And so, but this has always been our life. So I, I knew going into entrepreneurship, it was going to look like this. And what I do is all the really hard concentrating things happen during nap time. I prioritize my rest like I would taking care of my children. My rest is most important because without resting, I cannot do anything for them, for myself, or for the business. The third thing I would say is choose what, I'll use the glass ball analogy. Choose the glass balls that you're holding up, which ones are the plastic ones and you need to let them drop. So what that looks like is, you know you have to take care of yourself, like you have to feed, you have to go to the bathroom, that kind of thing. You know that if you have animals, you need to care for them. You know that you need to take care of your kids and maybe your business, you know you have a call, like a client call to hop onto. Those are glass balls you can't drop. But everything else, maybe that means your house isn't getting clean that night. But you'll make time to do it another night. And so on and so forth. There's a lot of ways where you can look at what you have available, the time available, and leave room for adjusting too. Because we can't plan how our kids are going to receive things. We can't plan how they're going to act that day. We're both in toddler life. So (laughs) uh, there's so much variables. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. There's so many variables here, but for the most part, like take the pressure off again, like not having the stress where you don't need it. So if you have a launch coming up, then you know, you need to prioritize that. Then you also know you need to prioritize your energy because a launch takes a lot of freaking energy. Outside of that, you Mm -hmm. need to see, okay, like maybe I'm only going to wear these two outfits. I'll just rewear them so that I don't have 10 loads of laundry this week or something like that. Like there are so many different ways that you can adjust based off of no help because it is really hard and it's lonely. It is. And I I love how you talk about energy. I was actually just before this call, I was multitasking and Ollie was at his, he he had tablet time. Well, we'll just be honest. He had tablet time and a snack. And I was teaching in uh, somebody else's community and the question of energy came up and I said, energy, like your, your energy account is like your bank account. You have a set amount of of money in your bank account, right? And yes, you can do things to put more money in your bank account. But at the end of the day, if you spend all of the money in your bank account and you go and you try to make another transaction, you are going to get an overdraft fee. With your energy, if you spend energy on things that are not your priority, 
And then you go back and you try to spend additional energy on your priorities after you're already depleted, you are going to get an overdraft charge. And it is going to come in the form of uh, damaged relationships, or it is going to come in the form of damaged health, or it is going to come in some other form of maybe even financial damage to you because you chose, and it is a choice, to spend your energy somewhere that was not your priority. Mm-hmm. It's like energy is finite. Your money is finite. Like we need to start treating our energy like we treat our finances and taking stock in what we have at the end of or at the beginning of every day. What do I need more of? And a lot yeah. of times that's rest because we as moms don't get it. Yes, absolutely. And I just want to say like from personal experience, I fully believe based off of my healing and stuff, The reason why I have cancer the second time is because I chose to do all of the things for almost a whole year. I chose it. And I was like, I'll show you. I willed my way into something that cost me time, finances, stress, my health. And that's why I'm like, I'm so passionate about, no, just focus on you your rest and let's have fun because at the end of the day like as long as those main priorities are taken care of the rest will happen when it's needed absolutely absolutely so kim i love you and i'm sure that by the end of this what we're at 20 something minutes everyone who's listening is is loving you and they're all cheering you on right now how can we follow along with your story and follow along with what you're doing and celebrate both the big and the small wins with you moving forward. Oh my gosh. I cannot wait to celebrate with anyone that's listening and feels the love here because it's so fun. So you can follow me at mompreneur collective on Instagram and we have a podcast that's currently on hold. Hello, rest and priorities. So we'll be bringing that back soon. Mm-hmm. But if you want to listen to past episodes, it's called, um, we renamed it from the Mompreneur Collective to Permission to Party. So you get all the kinds of fun and juicy things before cancer. Again. <laughs> all right. So everybody, I will link Kim in the show notes. Go follow her. Let's celebrate with her. Um, and see what we can do to build this community even better than it was before. Woo-hoo. Kim, thank you so much for joining me today. I love talking to you, and I know we're going to do it again soon. Oh my gosh, it was fun. Thank you. Okay, I needed to pop on with a little post-show notice and update for you guys. So about a month ago, as of the time this episode goes live, Kim is officially and finally and gloriously cancer-free and in remission for a second time. So if y'all could help me out with something, go over to her Instagram page today. I'm going to link it in the show notes. Let's celebrate her. She talks about celebrating small wins and what a big deal that is. Guys, this is a huge win. And I know that there is nobody better than this community to help her celebrate it. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Beyond Leadership Podcast. I sincerely hope that you got something out of today that you are going to be able to take and use on your journey to wherever it is you're going. 
If you liked what you heard today, be sure to subscribe and share your takeaways on social media. Don't forget to tag me at Sarah May Ski on Instagram. While you're waiting for the next episode, please check out our exclusive Beyond Leadership community over on Facebook to connect with more like-minded and like-hearted individuals dedicated to learning, leading, and encouraging right alongside you every day. Until next time, let's go.